Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about knowing when your code is done. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, how do I know when I should stop coding and that my code is good enough? Well, does it do what it's supposed to be doing is probably about the ballpark where you should stop coding. Um, but this is an interest, I f at least, I, I'm not sure that you meant this to be so philosophical, but to me this is a very philosophical question. When is my code done? Is code ever done? Well, depends on uh, where we draw the line between one piece of code and everything else, because, well, unless you have dead code somewhere, it's one big network actually. Well, technically it is a tree if it's a standard web application or, you know, unless you consider a like an entire system, it's usually a set of trees uh, that starts at the endpoint. But uh, the answer to this, to this question should usually be, like if we're just going to talk, we're not going to go like deep into the philosophy of the thing, I'll, I'll indulge myself a little bit as well. Uh, once I've covered the basics. The basics is to know, first and foremost, does the code meet the requirements of your specification? Because usually when you work with a software development project, you're usually handed like a specification of some sort. It can be a story, or it can be, you know, a full-blown, uh, uh, like, uh, epic or something like that. But uh, you're always, you always have some type of expectation on you. And when your code can do that thing and you don't really have any messiness or so forth that you can really figure out yourself, this is where code reviews becomes extremely important. Then you pass over your code and submit a pull request to the project and hope and pray that there's not going to be too many things that you missed. And then a coworker who has ideally sort of the same level of skill that you do and pays attention to code reviews will review your code. And that's where sometimes it gets a little bit tricky because uh, different people do code reviews in different ways. But that's what you have, like that's your quality check basically. And when that code review has been done, they will say that you should change some things or they will say, hey, this looks good. And then you are done pretty much. And as long as everything is working well, that's your code done there. However, um, the thing that I like to think about when I think about in code and like sort of when something is done, because uh, I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm, I've faced a few of these sorts of projects where the, it's not just about a single feature here, it is about a technical roadmap or a technical vision, if that makes sense, which is something that's very interesting, I think. Uh, this is something that you are going to face when you get up there and you're starting to lead and uh, you might be an architect or you might be a tech lead as with me, for example. And so what happens at that, that, that level is usually that people were going to go from just giving you work to asking you to explain to them how to do, uh, how to create the work, if that makes sense. So you, you're not just 
doing the coding that you're being handed in terms so because when you're doing that it's sort of it's uh, it's easier to figure out when you're done because you only do what you are told but now you are the one who's creating the thing that is somebody else is going to be handed and being told to do right and when you're in that sort of situation it's the same sort of deal right when is the system done or when are you when have you achieved a state where the code is good enough that you can say that, yeah, this is a solid project now? Now, the way that I think about this is actually very simple. Once again, it's about does the system meet the expectations that are necessary? But the other part is, you know, are you fulfilling what is perceived expectations of things such as quality, functionality, uptimes, like errors, etc, etc. Like the, there is a term that we call SLAs, where we basically state that this is, a t this is a t something that software developers are doing, or software companies are doing increasingly, where they define certain metrics for how well the system should work from different angles. Usually it's about errors, uptimes, and things like that. And so you should have a certain level of uptime in order for a system to be considered safe and so forth. Because the days where you sort of just trusted that people knew what they were doing in software is more and more going away. And you're going from that model to a more service-oriented model where you know the people working in those companies are responsible in, in a legal fashion. Uh, so you have to have that to consider as well. But the thing that I really want to capture is that the the way that I determine if I am done as a tech lead for a project is when I can with certainty say that this project has now reached a technical state or like a, the code is in a state where this can be maintained by practically anyone with a, like a mid-level software developer or someone like that where I am no longer as the usually the most experienced software developer on the team needed in order to continue the development as it is as it stands and this usually happens when I know that all the major pitfalls for the project are dealt with and you spot them uh, by what uh, this is one of those experience things guys I don't even ask me about you know how do I spot all the pitfalls and I kind of go, go and do a lot of living and a lot of failures and a lot of crashing and burning and you're start you're gonna start to figure out what's gonna well, what you have to have and that's the I've made a few videos about that as well it is important for you to learn how to spot problems and understand problems that's more important than for you to understand tools when you get up to a certain skill level because it's to everybody knows tools by the time they have five years of experience but it's not that many people who understand what is necessary in order to deliver good software and that is when I at the very least know that I'm done with my part and I can proudly say that I've been part of a few of those projects where you start and they say hey this system is really shit and Usually they say, oh, it can't be fixed, and you know, the, everybody has an opinion, and that's why I usually go and just sit and listen to people and ask them, okay, what are your goals? What do you want me, like, how do you want this to work? And then they usually, based on their understanding, it's sort of like being a doctor, you just listen to the patient and have them to explain, oh, yeah, this is hurting, or this is bad, or yeah, we would want this, and this is what we want in the future. And then you kind of just write it down. 
and then you ask yourself, all right, based on my experience, what are the things that I'm gonna have to do to make all of this happen? Some of the stuff they already know is like a pain today, so I need to fix that. And some of the stuff they know I'm gonna have to do that they haven't even thought about because it's like systematic problems with the code base. It can be things like, you know, a simple thing would be, okay, they have no unit tests or they have no way of checking how well they're doing on that. That sort of stuff, right? And so you figure out sort of all the common things that a healthy software project needs in order to function and then you figure out okay what are the, what's the heart and soul of this system and then you create uh, you focus on making sure that the like the meat of the project the most important parts are in a good state so that it sets because if you have a messy code base that's one thing but if uh, you focus on fixing the things that affect everything else, the backbone parts of the system, that sets the tone for everything else usually. And what's beautiful about that is that if that is in the right state, it's actually, even if, if you, because you're never going to write perfect software, but you can create a situation where decent software will practically always be produced, even if you're not like a master level programmer. And that is a very, very good thing, because well, if you do that, well, then at the very least the product is going to be sustainable over time and sure you can make it perfect if you always have like the best of the best programmers but you can never make that assumption so if you just put things in place before uh, you you know before if you put things in place it becomes so much easier for people who have less experience or uni developers and so forth to just fall into this that we call the pit of success because they have like this almost like they have this environment that has already been set up for them. It's sort of like if you're gonna go into a survival situation, it's probably more fun to try to survive in a tropical paradise with a lot of fruit than it is to work to be like outside in the desert or in like a winter territory or something like that. Same sort of deal, right? And I know that I'm done when I have created a work environment in the at the code level and set up practices and processes and so forth that creates that environment that's when I know I'm done as the leader or like the tech lead. So what I want you to take away from this is that you know your code is done when your coworker tells you you're done or your stakeholder tells you that you're done. Usually that's after you meet their expectations in some fashion. Uh, they have a space, they hand you like something and then they do an evaluation. Uh, definition of done is a term that you uh, will hear a few times. That's uh, the most common way you know you're done. When you get to go from being someone who's being handed stories, doing that story and then kind of moving on to the next story and you have to invent the work, I usually say that you're done when you have created a tropical paradise. Well, fictive now but you've created a work like a code base that where the major pieces of the code base is they're structured in such a way that future work is going to be much simpler for anybody who picks it up uh, you have like the pro necessary documentation to hand things over it's almost becomes almost like a little packet you can just hand it over to somebody without a lot of effort uh, without being a major dependency yourself if you're the the tech leader or like the senior software developer. When you get to that point where it's such the product is that's own little isolated bubble where anybody can sort of work on it, it's of course you're never going to get a perfect code base because you would have to have perfect software developers all the time. But you have created a 
a unit of a project that is so um, that that is set up in such a way that even if you had really bad software developers, they're probably going to do most of the main things right uh, because you've already made sure that the ecosystem or the environment that they code in is a very good one. Have a great day.